Fight presents. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She's the host and creator of a Wrestling Gal podcast. Please welcome Ella J. Hello, how are you, TK? I am fabulous to be here. Super honored. Thank you, thank you. I am wonderful. And today is going to be an amazing show. And of course, nothing but amazing guests. And today is no exception. She is the nine-time women's champion, executive producer, and singer-songwriter. You've seen her on WWE, Impact, NWA. Please welcome Mickey James. Hi. Hello. Hello. So nice to meet you. And um, Ella, I was just saying, you're everywhere now. You can't get rid of me now. This is (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Thank you so much for being on our very first show on Fight. Um, you know, I am excited for this brand partnership, and I'm excited that you are our first guest. And here is my question: um, I, I I feel like we're able to get you because you you have new freedom. And you know, after an interview, after a release from WWE, you said you're excited about your newfound freedom. What was the first thing that you did once you were released? Um, well, I had to sit back for a minute. You know, I think I took that whole day. But it, even when it happened, I was just kind of like, oh, okay. Reset. Like, just a reset, you know? Um, and I think because I'd been there before and, and obviously I've, you know, been in different companies and, and left and come to dip, come back and done other things. So, um, I, I actually got, after it kind of settled in, you know, that's what it is. I got excited because I got excited about all the things that you know, perhaps I've been working on from my music to other projects and a lot of the, the charity work and stuff that I do that sometimes I was, my time was limited or, or, uh, the ability or the, or the freedom to be able to just go and do those things was kind of limited. So now it's like, well, I can literally go maybe do everything that I want to do now. So, um, that's kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, always, obviously it's always disheartening at first because you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is my family. This is my, you know, you just feel like kind of cut off from your family for for a bit, but then there's like, oh, but I can do so much now. I have the freedom to be able and the ability and and, and the um, knowledge to then go and be like, you know what, I got instead of always like that's the cool thing is like instead of always depending on a one thing to you know provide your income, your happiness, mm-hmm. your thing, you have you take your power back and like okay, now I am being all these things, doing all these things. And it's on me to either deliver or well deliver, you know, pretty much you've been absolutely taking back that power and have been absolutely glowing ever since. So with this newly acquired freedom, what are some of your secrets to staying ageless and achieving this massive glow girl? Oh, I love you. I love you. Well, you know, I have been using drunk elephant products. Shameless um, plug. Shameless. <laughs> no, I, I do love them, but I also there's this uh, a youth serum that I've been using, which is a different thing that I got sent from my LA Weekly box. They sent it to me, and I'm like, I need some more of this stuff. But honestly, I feel like you know, stress causes a lot of worry and and can weigh you down and make you almost feel. It just puts out. So when you have like being that like stress-free or and I won't say worry-free because obviously there is a bit different pressure now that I am kind of you know hustling again so but I just think that is just giving me a new air I I appreciate you it's honestly it's a good filter you know makeup some good contouring you know Okay. 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 <laughs> well, you do look, you look amazing. And how do you describe the overall vibe or atmosphere um, of St. Louis? Um, it's just amazing. It's been incredible. Um, the, the people have been so, so excited. The, the energy around the event, I think because we're going back to such a historic <gasps> place. My son's just come in here. Oh, little D. <laughs> <laughs> um, since we're going back, there was so much history made at the chase 
um, with, you know, wrestling in general. And, and many companies have tried to go back into the chase and have this event and bring wrestling back to the chase. And for whatever reason, it just never lined up. But with, you know, us going back on the road and us, uh, you know, trying to venture out and, and bring NWA, because we really have just been filming in Atlanta, but not really we, we stopped, they stopped doing a lot of stuff during the pandemic. And now to be able to go back on the road and come out, but then start with this historic event, like, which is obviously the anniversary show um, was already going to be huge. 73rd anniversary was already going to be a huge event. Uh, but then to add empower to kick it off. And then we're just added a fan fest both days to be able Ooh. to like the NWA stars and do a bunch of different stuff during the day. Um, it's just all really exciting. I mean, the press conference was awesome. The local media picked it up the day it was announced. There was like the local Fox station was out there doing interviews live in front of the chase. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Uh, I think for the city, for us and for wrestling and just for the history of wrestling. So I'm super excited about it. And I couldn't be more like honored and proud to be ahead, like to be heading up this uh, event, to be heading up in power. And I think it's really cool of Billy to give me that platform and to say, here, deliver it, you know? And so it's uh, a huge blessing, but it's also a lot of pressure. And so I want to kick some ass out there, you know? Now, you obviously won't be wrestling at Empower, but you are making your in-ring return at NWA's 73rd anniversary show. And I kind of asked you this before, but do you have any special plans or sources of inspiration for your ring gear at NWA's 73rd anniversary show that you can share with us? I'm open to suggestions here. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I'm open, obviously. I'm telling you, I've just missed heartbreak. <laughs> coming back with a vengeance. It's getting real out here, you know? So it will be hardcore country inspired. Okay. Just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, what, should I, what should I rock? I was thinking some leather, some fringe, some rhinestone. That's classic Mickey. A sweet ass jacket, you know, lots of fringe, all the bells. Maybe studs. Lots yeah. of Maybe a few grommets, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a vision in, like, two or three more questions, and that's going to come to me, and then I'm going to just blurt out, you should do this. That often happens. Yeah, so. yeah I'll be um, up by the time I get to the ring, but I'll because I'll be weighed down with so many crystals and studs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, I have a – this is – it just – it literally just clicked. So – you know, you're doing NWA, you have Gail over at Impact, you have Maria over at ROH. Mm-hmm. Um, three amazing women with amazing careers. Like, is was there something in the water at that time? Or do you guys get, to, like, just the fact that there's just an explosion of so many women events, and there's so many women, female wrestlers. Like, it's, like, right. we've only repeated um interviews maybe two or three times but over the last four years we've had a different guest every week um so i mean can you speak to that like what's i don't know what's the secret what's going on um i think it's just you know uh well you think about even for empower i've asked gail to come on board and help me um i've asked medusa to come on board and help me. I've asked Jazz to come on board and help me. And I even asked Lufisto, but obviously Canada, everybody's locked down. So who's helping from behind the scenes there, but it's, you know, it's a whole thing. We're all stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say, and I, and I wanted to ask those women, especially, and and I've reached out and I've obviously, I've, I've, hugely supporting Maria with this tournament and heading this up and doing all that. I think it's really cool to see women's wrestling on the rise. And obviously even WWE just announced the queen of the ring. Yeah. Freaking awesome. I love that. Like I 
I, I love it. And I, I think the more that we can do, and, and MLW is now announcing their kind of women's driven product. Like, so I think that the more that everyone does, because everyone's kind of taken uh, notice that this is a thing, you know, mm -hmm. and, and this is uh, a real, there's a real audience here. There's an audience that, specifically only watches women's wrestling you know like that doesn't really watch the male products as well so um i think that everyone's kind of stepping up and taking notice but i think it's just a lot because there's a lot more women available out there that are really really good and before like with gail and jazz and myself like there weren't as many women still working behind the scenes because there weren't as many women available or in that position to be able to be to do that and to be you know you think about it there was and and i don't know why that was i mean maybe it's because at that time you know there was only one women's championship and there was less women on the roster and so there was just and and it wasn't women weren't really perceived as in that space to be an equal and that's the reality you know to be at the forefront, you know, unless they were more on the business side. But I think that's just been our culture, you know, kind of evolving overall and wrestling coming to, to that realization of like, it's just everybody's kind of stepping up. And now that there's so many more women who have been champions, who have made money, who know how to work television and how to draw and how to, um, do what's right for the people and for television and the overall product on a larger scale. There's a lot more of those women available out there mm -hmm. have been there, done that, got a t-shirt that they can help mold the future to do, to do that same things, you know? And so, yeah, that's the reality. That's in a nutshell, my 10 minute answer. There's just <laughs> there's a lot going on though. Yeah. There's so much going on and it's exciting. It's exciting to see because I've been wanting this all along. Like, so I think that all of us have wanted this all along. It's just repeating ourselves enough to where everybody goes, okay, let's do it. And then it, and then it's successful and then it does well. And they're like, oh, you got, who knew? Honestly, though. Yeah. 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 That brings me into my uh, next question. So you, both you and Maria, Maria's on the show as well, um, talked about evolution and how, and I think Gail had, um, um, Lita had said that as well, that um, evolution's not going to back, according to some people in WWE. Um, and then you had mentioned in an interview, you know, people, the folks were saying it's because it was not a lot of people are watching, et cetera, et cetera. What do you, what do you think could have been done um, to change that as far as, because I, I watched it, I thought it was amazing, but I also have a show that covers women's wrestling. So anything women's right. wrestling, I'm, I'm for it. Um, but is there something that you feel that could have saved that? Or do you think it had to fail in WWE's eyes for everything else? Like every, everybody else said, well, you guys didn't do it right. So we're going to do it right. Um, I don't think that, okay. That's a, that's a tough question. Not a tough question, but it's like, hmm, how do you, I think, I don't think that it will, like when I say, oh, set, I don't think that it was like set up to fail in a sense of like where it just, I just don't think it was that much thought was put into it as a whole. And so by design, it was kind of set up to fail in a sense because it wasn't, you know, I feel like we could have, like they could have announced a lot of the matches a lot sooner and built to those matches on television mm -hmm. and like a space because there's three hours, five hours of television even sometime on 205 Live and main event, there's different pl places. So really, you know, close to 10 hours of television plus network, plus all these other things that we could have done to maybe build to the event. Mm -hmm. But I thought the event, when, when they said that, like when that was said to me, like, oh, it wasn't, that's not really actually true because it wasn't the lowest rated pay-per-view. And it was a pretty sold out event. Like, I think once we got there and everything, it was really the energy and stuff. Now, I, and I don't know, you know, what else we could have done besides maybe promote the matches more, build up some of that on television to generate more interest on a, on a pay-per-view aspect, because yeah. I feel like the arena was pretty solid and the crowd was hot. And overall the show was great. Like the show was great. If you haven't seen it, you should go back. Like it was really, really incredible show. Mm -hmm. And it was a powerful night. And it was all those things. It was more of like, I don't know why we really didn't do it again because in my mind, I thought it was very successful 
and what it did, you know, and, and I don't, but I also don't know what the ex expectations were or how much money it had to generate to then justify to say that it was actually successful. So there's a lot of those factors that go into business decisions per se, but honestly, <clears throat> I think it was one of those things of, um, you know, there, it was right and aligned with Saudi Arabia too, where we that were part. allowed to, you know, the girl, women weren't allowed to go to Saudi for obvious reasons. And then finally, recently they've been allowed to go maybe two of them, but they're in the full, like, I think that's incredible strides for women to be able to go there. And the fact that they've been able to facilitate that and that's, and then the women are, because the ladies, the women over there need females to look up to and to inspire and, and to do those things. And so the, that's a really, really cool moment before a lot of times, you know, the women weren't allowed to go over there and they're, that's a lot of money for those Saudi shows, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if it just didn't align. And since, you know, we were able to do that, but it just, I just don't know why the promotion there wasn't more. We're all thinking our head. I don't know. I think at least did it one more time to like, see to just double check on a time well, I, I know I think that it would it was successful and I think that another one would be successful and another I think that if it was an annual event mm -hmm. that every year you come together and you celebrate the women even if it was just that annual event that you did I mean even the May Young Classic I thought the May Young Classic was a really yes cool, that was really really awesome and to give a lot of these girls a, a chance to get seen and possibly signed and do or get signed elsewhere to just kind of build their all these things are really really incredible i just don't know why we just didn't do evolution again because i felt like that was the biggest one and there was a yeah. lot of energy around it and we could have you know it could have been an annual thing and it still could be i, I never say it's not possible yeah it's Definitely not like, uh, yeah so you just never know people come possible. back and things come back yeah yeah we'll just keep keeping our fingers crossed like this please right <laughs> but, but you're talking like we're doing it power and it's going to be awesome that's yeah what exactly that's and you talk about celebrating women's wrestling and really breaking through these glass ceilings you also recently returned at impact at their slammiversary pay-per-view which not only opened but i think really unhinged this forbidden door as they say in pro wrestling which is something i think we really rarely see in women's wrestling it really so what are your thoughts on this i think monumental occasion and really the possible effect it could have on maybe future crossovers um i think that i was excited to come back to impact to have a family there it was it was obviously cool to step in the locker room and see so many of my friends and that's the beauty of being in the business that it is a small circle. And so you're going to cross people over and over and over again. Um, and so I, you know, I'm grateful that I've been able to have and maintain my friendships and relationships along the way. Um, so I was so excited to be able to go back and to, and to hear hardcore country again and to have this moment at anniversary. Uh, I think, you know, forbidden doors are one of those things of, uh, you know, technically I'm not, con I'm not a contracted, I'm an independent contractor. We as wrestlers are independent contractors. So, you know, as a, as a whole, and I know that there is exclusivity within certain contracts and stuff, but uh, I think the beauty of being an independent contractor is I'm here to do business for Empower and what's going to make for, to make an incredible pay-per-view. And I really want to bring all the brands together because I think, or, or do business with anyone who wants to do business with Mickey James, because I think that's what's best for the women's brand that I'm trying to develop overall, especially when, you know, not anyone is really cultivating a product for their women and that audience right now, specifically, you know, and if someone's like, oh, well, why do you need an all women's product? And I'm like, well, but television overall has been an all men's product since wrestling has begun and then there's mm -hmm. exclusive um shows just where only men wrestled in like you know so why not is why not yeah good energy and everybody's excited and it's like it's cool to have impact team with nwa it's cool to have these relationships whether it be ring of honor or AEW, or even wwe to say like we support our women it's mm -hmm. cool to have uh, you know those things and those moments and i think it's powerful for the girls in the locker room. I think it's powerful across the board. And I think it's powerful for the young youth who are coming up, 
who need to be inspired, who want to be inspired to uh, say that women can be more than just small and quiet and humble, you know, like that we can be powerful and take over the whole Ooh. world. Gave me goosebumps. Run the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. It was, I mean, this is the reason why this show happened. Like I was, I was doing research because um, I was on X-Pac 12360 as his co-host and I was looking at other shows and I just saw all these shows, it's like 10 men, one, 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 one female wrestler, mm -hmm. another 10 interviews of men. And it's just kind of like, there are way more female wrestlers in there. Why not have a show that's just dedicated to female wrestlers right. and telling their story? So I completely understand. And it's just, I think it's absolutely amazing. So now, <laughs> um, now if you could have uh, any celebrity to be your manager for an evening, um, so say for NWA 73, uh, for example, who would you choose and why? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Because he's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> it's true. That's yes! <laughs> and he'd be dressed like the Matthew McConaughey from um, that um, male strip dancer movie that he did. Well, um, I mean, yeah, he could just dress in clothes and that's fine. Um, <laughs> I think that he could, well, I just think with hardcore country, you know, hardcore country, and he goes, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then I come out, I think that's cool. Or maybe he could drive us to the ring in a Lincoln. I don't really know. You got to make that happen, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, this. she is a weirdo. I am. Well, I can see it. That would be cool. You know, he's got to wear a cowboy hat or something, you know. Maybe he'd belt buckle. Oh, my God. We have time. Oh we have time. Okay. We'll put the belt buckle on the front of the Lincoln, actually, like the steer horns, mm -hmm. but just like a belt buckle <laughs> that screams hardcore country. I like it. I'm for it. <laughs> I love it. Now, obviously, we mentioned also speaking of NWA 73, you are making your in-ring return there. But moving forward beyond that, how do you kind of plan or hope to evolve your in-ring work or steer yourself creatively even more inside of this new space in NWA? Ooh. Um, well, you know, I I am excited to get in the ring again, and I'm excited to wrestle. Um, I've been trained. Oh, I've been trying to train and get ready to get back in the ring because it's been a minute. You know, I'm excited and I want to deliver because I think it's going to be a big night because I haven't wrestled in so long and yeah. it's a whole different world out there. And so I'm excited um, and nervous, but you know, I I'm think you'll be okay. I'm going to kick ass, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I seriously am really excited about trying to. I'm serious about trying to build an all women's product and an all women's driven. So I've really am putting a lot of attention and focus into that and how to bring that to life. And if I can, awesome. That would be really cool. Um, so I don't really know. I don't know what to expect and what, what to think. What do you do? What should I do? Cause I'm out here on an Island actually. You're the, you're the 23 year, 23 year veteran, 22 yeah. year veteran. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just think I should just beat everybody. And I, yes. I think that's kind of the goal. I just need to be like, and I can have like 10 championships. Just I'll have I a support special, that special <laughs> carry on bag. That is the, 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 you know, hard case roll through the airport that can accommodate about, you know, 50 pounds, 50 pounds <laughs> luggage. It's your workout right there. I have, I have an idea. I'm just assuming that they're about each 10 pounds, you know, so five or six, roughly, roughly. So here's what I think you should do. Okay. We have, we have some time. So, you know, on Twitter, via Twitter, you just start calling people out. So, you know, you already have, you know, empower, you already have empower kind of set, but now it's just kind of like y'all who thought you were badasses, like I'm here, come oh. at me and you start uh -huh. calling them out. And instead of just having one match, it'll be like, they just come one after the other. <laughs> like a gauntlet. Like yes. a gauntlet style and just beat everybody back to back to back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. You more than enough time to train, more than enough time to make it, make it work. I'm just. I want to see that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. We need you to let us though. borrow the elimination chamber. You know, <laughs> we can paint it pink. It'll be great. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> so now uh, you also quoted uh, Serena Deeb as being the best women's wrestler today, but in your eyes, who is the best or some of the best women uh, talent outside of NWA? Oh, wow. Uh, well, best women, best wrestler in the world, I think is her new t-shirt with the women's crossed out, which, you know, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Love it. Um, some of the best out there right now. Oh God. There's, so I think Baker's killing it. I think Deanna's killing it. Um, I think freaking Sasha and Charlotte and Becky and Bailey. I mean, I think there's so like all those girls are just incredible. I think, um, There's some really great, like, and, and I think I'm hoping to show you some really amazing talent within the NWA and power that we're bringing in some fair, like newer talent that you haven't seen yet. So I'm excited about that. Um, the, the reality is there's a lot of, like a lot of, there's even girls that are just aren't on television yet that are mm -hmm. really, really talented and just need that space to grow mm -hmm. and, and show who they are. And it's, you know, it's just hard. It's it's a, it's harder to get signed, I think, as a girl because there's so much talent out there. Whereas before, if you were really good, you would get scooped up right away. You know, so um, yeah, it's exciting. Now you mentioned Diana, and I mean, I've already told you this. Obviously, Diana is currently slated to be competing at NWA's Empower Pay Per View against an opponent that is yet to be publicly announced. But do you have any personal hopes to square off with her in the future perhaps in the future well i don't know she keeps side-eyeing me i might have to <laughs> every post i do she's like rolling her eyes i'm like hey i'm trying to be nice to you i thought i thought this was a cool thing you know do you know tk that diana is ella's favorite wrestler i didn't you're my favorite wrestler <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> I mean, I say that as I'm wearing a Deanna shirt. I love you, Deanna. <laughs> but <I'm> like, <laughs> I mean, I would love to face her. I would yes. love. I think that we could have a. Like, I love. I think what she's been able to do yeah. since she showed up at Impact is incredible. Yeah. And I think that she's been able to uh, redefine herself and really kind of evolve herself now on television. And mm -hmm. she's done a whole lot and she's going to continue to do a whole lot of things because she's young and she's talented and she's driven and she's you know an ass kicker and and she really it loves the art of wrestling which is a cool thing to see because i love the art of she's wrestling. technical yeah she's yeah. very close yeah she is very technical she yeah, might be in an arm bar or something i don't like that listen you i can, love the fact that she's able to kind of like do her own thing and then it just kind of brought brought us brought her to us in that sort of way. Whereas, you know, in other places, she just wasn't able to flourish. So I definitely love seeing that. Yeah. Um, so Empower and NWA 20, uh, NWA 73, um, also fall on your birthday weekend. So oh. any plans, I mean, other than running the gauntlet and running Empower and, you know, doing everything else, any, any plans for that birthday weekend <laughs> in addition um. to? <laughs> well, I'm not, so I said the other day on Gaw or on the after party, that I have, I stopped drinking. Well, I actually, before I said, oh, I'm just not going to drink from here to there. I actually hadn't drank for like a week. And I said, I just thought, because I'm like, oh, so I'm not drinking up until my birthday. <gasps> oh, I'm going to, because then it's the last day of TV tapings. And then the whole, then we can just kind of celebrate the whole, and I'm driving home the next okay. day. So mm -hmm. I have, you know, it's okay. I, I don't have to worry about making my flight or anything. Now, have you like not drank for a period of time and then started drinking? Um, I've definitely cut out. Like I'll just—it's not even something that I think I do. This is the first time I've ever done it where I go like, okay, I'm not drinking until okay. this because I'm trying to. Here's the things that have been so busy and overwhelmed, like trying to do all these things, making phone calls, setting up the car, doing all the things, right? That my workouts and my not really my diet, but my workouts have slacked out. So mm -hmm. I have to, now that I have kind of everything pretty much locked in and I feel good about everything, I need to kick everything else into overdrive on the workout side. Okay. And that includes what one of my things is having cocktails <laughs> at least for about a month. 
and just so I can, you know, it's the sugars and it's the thing. I'm just trying to be good. You're so good though. Yeah. Why I ask that is because I stopped drinking. Yes, um, <laughs> you know, we're not committed. We are committed, but we're, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I stopped drinking in January and I was, I was too like, okay, I just didn't know. I was like, I'm just not going to drink anymore. And then one ter- month turned into six months and then I had my first drink and uh, within the first few sips, my body was like, oh, we're tipsy now. So I'm just saying that <laughs> just to let you know that if you do that, do that, it just might be, you know, your usual full cocktail might be like half a cocktail and your body's like, all right, we're good. Um, right. So like four or five is like two. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just, you know, just put it out there. <laughs> yeah. No, I have not like drank in spaces obviously before, but it's just, you know, it's one of those things that's like easy to, I'm not a huge, well, I, I won't say, oh, I'm not a huge drinker. I'm not like a date, like a weekly or anything. I, when I drink, I drink, but what, I don't need to have drinks or whatever. So I thought it was just an easy thing to cut um, for me, you know, so until somebody has a birthday party and they're like, oh, I'll just have a drink, you know. Of course, you know, yeah. it, we have to celebrate though. Sometime we got to find another way to celebrate your birthday because oh, it's I'm obviously my birthday. Oh, no, I know, but we still got. I mean, we got the weekend, but oh right. What is going to be the first drink that you're going to have then? Um, I will probably go with the huge, um, a little Tito soda and a splash of pineapple and cranberry, Ooh, okay. like a little both, but the soda with a little splash of each to kind of zhuzh it up a bit I and like maybe like cherry in there i don't know interesting interesting so? the bar fruit i mean it depends what bar you go to too i don't know any of the bars in st louis so. i mean they'll probably give me a line <laughs> or something That's what <laughs> we'll see right we'll see but looking back on your career as a 22 year old veteran in this industry i want to know what is the wildest or craziest thing you have ever seen happen in a wrestling ring Oh gosh, from fans jumping in to getting beat up to thrown out to I think that's kind of the wildest stuff. That's the unpredictable stuff yeah. when the fans run into the ring. Or when um the one fan ran speared Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Pretty much steamrolled over Natty. Uh, mm-hmm. just all the things like, yeah, there's some crazy stuff that happens. Or I've been in like Germany and some fan ended up backstage somehow and was just like busted into the girls' locker room. Like, and then security pretty much yoked him and got him out of there because I think Lita was there. It was just like, hey, get out of here, guy. <laughs> oh my God. Like, ah. But yeah, like he didn't know what was going on. He knew what was going on. Oh my gosh, it takes a lot to, to do that. It's a lot of balls right there. Um, now, speaking of balls, we're going to do rapid hot tags. Women's Wrestling Talk. Rapid hot tags. So what happens is I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Good at this. Okay. Okay. Uh, your favorite show to binge watch? Um, Lucifer. I, it's on my to-do list. I'm going to um, I get stuck, though. I'll go through different phases. So another one that I'm watching right now is Dear John, but the second season, the Betty Broderick story. Um also, the another another one I told Melina she watched, she just finished watching it was Killing Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. that so good. Okay, yeah. Oh, like but obviously, like there's it. the fun ones like Friends and the other ones. But um, and Sex in the City was it for a long time. I don't get a chance to watch a lot of television um, because Disney and Nickelodeon run my <laughs> screen. Kind of what we watch here. So either that or it's something like soccer or something else is on this TV. So I don't get a whole lot of TV time. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Uh, to fly. Mm, I like it. Uh, your house containing everything you own catches on fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one last thing. What would it be? Ah. Uh. Do you know my house burnt down when I was six years old? My what? my house. It was a house that my parents were renting in Ashland. We it burnt down on December fifth, uh, and we lost everything. We lost Ooh. like, yeah. Sorry, a little flashback there. Um, so <laughs> it su- it sucked, but it was also one of those things. It was one of those things where you real I really began to understand 
humanity at its finest because we lost everything right before Christmas. Had to move in with my back in with my move in with my grandparents, my mom's mom. And, um, but the churches and the community all came together and kind of like helped us with our, our Christmas because everything was gone. Like everything was gone. And like all these, like, I don't have a lot of pictures of me prior to about six years old. Cause it was all the most of them were burnt up and there's a few of them that were damaged. So, you know, my little, sorry, real life no, story. No. If I had to grab any, I mean, obviously, Oh God. I can't uh, also want to say pictures for you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, I don't know. I honestly, I would just make sure I, if my animals were out and my friends, you know, my family's out. I don't know that I would dash back in for anything because hopefully we could make it happen again or buy it again. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the photo, maybe a photo album, but who has photo albums anymore? I would probably grab a photo album because that's one of those sad things for me when I look back and I go like, God, I don't have hardly, I have like three baby pictures. I don't have any baby pictures, any like pictures of me kind of growing up until mm -hmm. after I was like, seven years old, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was like a whole thing. And obviously you don't remember those times as a child. Right. I don't remember past that early on. I remember that moment because it was such a impactful moment in my life, you know? Uh, but yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Sorry. That was deep. And I'm sure that was not what you wanted out of that. It <laughs> certainly wasn't. It, it's real though. It's raw. It is. It is. And that's what the show's about. Oh, um, now, We'll, we'll switch it up a little bit. If you were stuck on an island for the rest of your life, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what album would you bring? That is my dream to be stuck on an island for the rest of my life, you know, where there's mango trees, just self-sufficient, just chilling. Uh, I would bring probably the... Uh, Probably the Eagles album, like the greatest hits or something. I hmm. love Eagles. I love, yeah. Like if it was yeah. only one, if it was only one. Yes. I'm shocked you yeah. didn't say Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> Ooh. Probably, yeah. I would hope to just bring him maybe. And then that okay, would just, you know. Have him just sing. Be a lyrical genius all day, you know. Just okay, fair enough. Just sing for me. He's yeah, like exactly. What he's like this is my island. You're welcome to come. <laughs> oh, now, uh, my little hut over here. <laughs> now, if you could travel back to any musical era, which one would it be? Oh gosh. I think like the eighties, mm. like eighties, early nineties. I, I really, maybe that's cause what I, that's what I grew up with and that's, but I felt like, uh, music as a whole told better, like told a lot more stories and it's just told, uh, the albums told better stories and it was all like the creative pro you know what I mean? And I think singers, songwriters and artists kind of do that. Um, I find it hard to follow like a lot of digitized stuff and like tech technical stuff. Like I, I just, you know, uh, it's fun if you're dancing and you're drinking and you're partying in a club, but I don't do yeah. that. As much. So it's mm -hmm. just like a different vibe, but I just really love like singers, songwriters. Um, I like storytelling just like in wrestling. I just like storytelling and I like to be like connected with the song. So I felt like they did a lot more of that. Plus eighties hair bands. I mean, come on. <laughs> And a last like, question. What's that? <laughs> what's that? Now, now, last question. If you can remake a song uh, in a duet with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, man. Um... I would uh, want to do Prince Purple Rain. I mean, yeah, I would, I would, I would want to do that, but like a different version. Or even I would like to do um, Nothing Compares to You with him because he wrote that for Sinead O'Connor. So, but if you've heard his version, mm -hmm. it's freaking incredible. Wow! Like yeah. just yeah. Prince overall is 
one of the greatest artists of all time because he wrote all his own stuff and he played on everything and he did a lot of, you know what I mean? He's just one of those musical geniuses all across the board. And he was kind of self-taught a lot of that stuff. So, yeah. His story is incredible. Um, see, that is the end of Rapid Hot Tags. A little bit longer than usual. I it was a little deep, but it, was, it wasn't as hard as I thought. <laughs> and now, last thing uh, before we get out of here. So just for you folks out there in Fight TV land, want to get to know us as hosts, Mickey's going to join us as well for this question. We have a panel question. So this question is, so in Lucha Underground, they had the Trios Championship. So my question to you guys is if you guys can create a trios team of, you know, made up of, you know, two men or two women, however you want to make it, who would be on your trios team? Um, so I could just go with the easiest and my two favorite wrestlers of all time, um, Sherry. Sherry and Randy Savage, and that could be our team. Um, I also, if I had to make a, a, a B-side, you know, <laughs> B-side, I think I would go with um, Randy Orton, who I think is one of the best wrestlers, especially of like the modern era kind of wrestling, you know, um, I know, every, I, I, you know, and um, it's hard. I know, right? Hmm. I'm just debating on whether I should put a male or a female beside me. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> and Kurt Angle. Oh, I love Kurt, Kurt Angle and Randy Orton. We'd kill everybody. You would? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what your team name would be, but you would kill everybody. Uh, <laughs> we would kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. oh, my oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. See, this is one of the people I was thinking of is kind of already a team though. It's obviously like the Hardy Boys and Lita, but that's already a real team. Uh-huh. That's a real team. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. I know, right? Um, I I guess I want to go with like my favorite tag team with uh, Sean and Triple H with DX. But who would I put with them? You. Um, me, oh me. You're in the team. Oh, okay. Then, then yeah, me and DX then. <laughs> There you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you guys. Um, so I would choose. Um, so Mick, you really sparked something. Like you got, you gave me your answer and your answer. So I would choose. This would be like the Canadian faction. So I'd choose Jericho and Natty. Uh, Natty. Yes. Mm-hmm. And myself. Okay. We're, all, we're all Canadians, so we'll just yeah. like dominate the locker room. So. I love that. So that's 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 that, that was it. Canadian came, it came domination. There it is, yeah. Canadian connection. Canadian <laughs> No, that's not going to work. That that doesn't uh, roll off the tongue too easy. I know. It will work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, so for everybody who hasn't kind of figured it out, we have a big event coming on, uh, coming up at the end of August. So please tell everybody about the event, where everybody can find you, all that good stuff. Of course. Um, well, you can find me at mickeyjames.com. You can find everything there. Um, but obviously follow NWA for everything leading into Empower. And I'm blasting stuff out on my social medias as well. Um, August 28th is Empower in St. Louis, live from the chase. August 29th is NWA 73. And we're doing two days of television taping on the 30th and 31st uh, for the next season of NWA pa- Power. Um, we're also doing the fanfare on the Saturday and Sunday now during the day prior to the events. There's going to be red carpets. There's going to be, um, all kinds of fun stuff, media and press and Ella's going to be there. TK, are you coming? Oh, I mean, I was trying to convince right her. before you came on. So I think I might have to, to figure it out and I'm make my way. i trying to convince her. She's like, I don't yeah. know. I'm like, you need to. No, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a whole, like just the whole synergy and everything around it, uh, NWA 73 is almost sold out. Uh, Empower is getting there too. She, she's close to sold out. So I'm excited about that. Uh, so if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, please go get them because uh, I can guarantee you, especially once we announce this fan fest and stuff, they're, the rest are going to go quickly. Um, but yeah, and um, August 28th. And then the 31st is my birthday. And then we'll have a drink together. 
a little cocktail. There, there it is. There Thank it is. you so much. You are like, you are absolutely amazing. Your passion is amazing just for like everything that you're doing. Um, and you know, thank you for being our first guest in our partnership with fight. Um, yeah. So exciting. Congratulations with that. That's amazing. I'm, I'm glad that I'm grateful that I could be your first guest. This is fun. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, Miss Ella, where can everybody find you? Gosh, how much time you got? Oh, <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. No, um, you can follow me on Twitter at it's Ella J and you can follow my podcast on Twitter and Instagram at the wrestling gal. And you can listen anywhere you find your major podcasts like Spotify, ankle app or apple stitcher etc and i got a lot of other stuff but if you go to my twitter you can find more links there yeah. a lot of i'm finding out more stuff every <laughs> time i talk it's, it's like i mean i thought i had a lot of jobs but kudos kudos That's to everybody on, in this, this square <laughs> and god tv how could i yes i need to i was like oh, i gotta do my god tv plug yeah <laughs> Yeah, help with the Gaw cast. Yes. Yeah. Gaw TV every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern. So that's myself, Lisa SoCal Val. TK, you gotta come on. We can we can we can ha all have a party. Ella comes in, she comes to the after parties. We do the little okay. after and it goes anywhere you listen to your podcast if you don't want to watch the show. So yeah. There it is. I mean, that's perfect because then they can watch your show and then they can watch our show, which is on Fight TV every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Which so the NWA is on Fight TV. Here we are, all one big happy family. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it, it's, it all works out. Um, so definitely fight, check us out. I mean, you're watching us on Fight, but definitely, definitely check us out every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, you can check out our website at www.talkpod.com, all social media, www.talkpod. Um, my name is TK. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Um, yeah, kind of same as Ella. Just look at the social media. There's just a lot going on. There's not enough fun. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching and thank you again, Mickey, for joining. Um, I, I think, I think I will make my way. Not I think I will make plans to make my way to empower and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hello everyone. This is a women's wrestling talk news of the week. I'm Emily May, and we're breaking down the latest news in women's wrestling. Reported by Sportskeeda, last week Natalia, one half of the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, had surgery to repair her ankle injury, which happened last Monday on Raw. For those unaware, Natalia was injured in a tag team match on Monday Night Raw when she and Tamina faced off with Aiden Marie. And Tamina had to finish the match on her own, and Natalia was carried out ringside after the conclusion of the match. Following last week's surgery, Natalia has been providing updates on her social media platforms regarding her injury status. It looks like she's uh, making her way to a full recovery, and she revealed that uh, she's already gotten rid of her crutches and uh, is stating that uh, they were getting on her nerves. <laughs> we are wishing her a very, very speedy recovery. In other news, former three-time world champion Bray Wyatt has been released by WWE, which was announced this past weekend. Many fans across the sports and entertainment industry are asking, how will this affect Alexa Bliss? Alexa Bliss went onto Twitter after the news broke and shared that she is really at a loss for words. Thank you so much for everything you've done for this company. The most fun I've had is working with you. Such an amazing talent and the most kind person. I'm just in shock. I think uh, we can all speak to the fact that we are all shocked about this news. And in the coming weeks, I'm sure we will see what will happen with Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt. In all elite news, as reported by Heal by Nature and F4 Online, AEW World Champion Kenny Omega hopes that this new one-hour Rampage show debuting on August 13th will become a home for more women's wrestling. In a recent interview with Wrestling Observer Radio, the champion spoke on the importance of diversity in their product, stating he believes women's content is currently lacking. 
quote here is, I think a variation in content is important. The content we're right now is lacking in our women's division. I would love to see Rampage be more of a home to women's wrestling. I want people to see, appreciate, enjoy some of the talent we have to offer. And I hope that we can get out and show some of these matches that maybe aren't seen by enough people. We've got a lot of great talent on Dark and people maybe don't want to watch our YouTube channel and want to watch Dynamite or our TV product. And I get that. He continues on and says, I feel that we have a lot of very gifted female wrestlers that have been working really hard, fighting for a spot. Maybe it's time for more women's wrestling. Our next news item is related to Ring of Honor. You can officially write down Quinn McKay for the ROH Women's Championship Tournament. Ring of Honor issued the following announcement this week to confirm the addition of Quinn McKay for the tournament designed to crown the new ROH Women's Champion. Quinn McKay finally has her ticket to gold and we can't wait to see where she will go next. She's had previous opportunities to win her way to the tournament. In May, she lost to Angelina Love thanks to a distraction from Mandy Leon. Ring of Honor's board of directors member Maria Canales Bennett set up an online poll in which the Ring of Honor fans unanimously at almost 94% voted to have McKay be a part of the tournament. Wrestling Inc. has uh, reported that this week Mickey James has announced that the winner of this Wednesday's AEW Dynamite homecoming match between The Bunny and legit Layla Hirsch will get an NWA women's title shot at the NWA Empower pay-per-view on August 28th. Mickey James tweeted, well, 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 back to business, folks. Two incredible competitors, one championship opportunity of a lifetime. Who wants a shot at the Burke? Who really wants to face Camille? Who wants to make history at Empower? I can't wait. Camille, as we all know, became the NWA Women's Champion after she defeated Serena Deeb at NWA's June pay-per-view, When Our Shadows Fall. What will happen, you know, on August 28th at NWA Empower? Well, we will have to tune in and see. Those are our highlights of the week. You can watch our longer news segment for Women's Wrestling Talk on Thursdays. Tune into our socials for more information on that. I'm Emily May. You can follow me at Emily May Heller. And again, thank you for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.